Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Well, we are live, praise the Lord. How you doing today? Are you doing good? Hey, I'm Jeremiah Smith, and I'm so glad to get to be with you today, and I hope that you're ready for a wonderful, wonderful week. Do you believe that we can see some good things this week? you think some wonderful things could happen this week in your life? Well, you know, I believe God wants to do some wonderful things in your life if you let him do that in your life. Praise the Lord. You know, he's a good father and he wants good things to happen for you, you know, in your life. You know, God's a good father. You know, I'm a I'm a father and I want good things for my kids, you know, and God wants good things for his kids and he wants to be a blessing to you. Do you believe that today? I believe he wants to encourage you. you know, I believe something's going to happen good for you even before this service is over because the Holy Spirit's moving and I believe he wants to do something good for you during this service, you know. Could he do it today? Could he speak to you today? Uh, you know, we have to have our expectations out there. We have to see God speaking to us. We have to see God moving big in our lives. And it has a lot to do with how you see things. And when you listen to a minister, when you listen to someone speak, you know, you know, it's not just that minister speaking, you know, the anointing comes upon him and the Holy Spirit speaks through him. You know, God uses people just like you and me, and he wants to minister to you today. Do you believe that? Are you ready for it? Hey, I believe we're going to have a good time today. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, you can catch us live. We try to be live on Wednesdays and Sundays. I've taken a little break. I was out of town, I believe, the last two Sundays. And uh, we've uh, got, I'm back today for live service. Praise the Lord. We try to do it on four, at 4 p.m. on Central Time. Sometimes I'm a little late, but right around four o'clock. And of course, on Wednesdays, we try to do it at 6 p.m. Uh, we've been uh, finishing up a series on vision. I believe there's one or two more messages on vision. Have you got your vision ready for this year? Are you looking for God to do some things in your life this year? You know, we've been talking about vision, you know, and that's seeing beyond your circumstances, seeing what God can do above, you know, we get confined to these boxes, you know, if we're not careful, we don't see beyond where we're at. You know, that's what the series is all about, about seeing beyond your circumstances, you know, God wants to do things beyond what you can see. You know, he's a big thinking God and we have to take the limits off of him so he can do some wonderful things in our lives. Are you limiting today? Do you only see what you see around you? You know, this is how it's going to be and this is how things are going to be for the rest of my life. You know, no, you know, God, he, he's not limited by what you see. He can do big things in your life, but you know, you have to see him doing big things in your life. You know, you have to change your mind. You your thinking, you know, yeah, it takes a little time, you know, renewing your mind to think like he thinks and see things like he sees things. He sees doing millions of different ways of things in your life and fixing situations for you, making things better. He's a God that makes things better in our lives. But, you know, you have to see like he sees, you know, he's not limited like we are. And he sees that he can change all your circumstances if you let him change them for you. You say, well, how do you know that, Jeremiah? How do you know he can do that? Well, I've seen it in my own life. Amen. You know, God can change circumstances and situations and make them better for you. You know, I can tell you story after story of how he's done that for me and my wife and, and how he's done that for myself even before I got married. You know, God makes your circumstances better better. Amen. That's what's wonderful about our God. You know, there's not another God out there, you know, Lord G. 
<laughs> that can that can change your circumstances. You know, we serve a God that put the stars in the heaven, the moon in the sky, and the sun out there, and He can change your circumstances. Your little circumstances are not big to our big God, Amen. And He can make your circumstances a whole lot better if you let Him do that. Praise the Lord. So you can catch us live at those times. Those are central times, if you like to there. And, and uh, if, if we're not here for some reason, uh, like we've been doing on Wednesday nights, you know, you can catch the um, uh, the uh, messages. I put up new messages on Wednesdays and uh, for, you know, for the, uh, if I'm not here, I'm trying to spit it out there. <laughs> I try to put something out on Wednesdays when I'm not here. Sometimes I even do it the, the next day, but it's usually right about Wednesday. We put the uh, messages out there so that you can have something to feed on spiritually and to grow spiritually. You know, I always wanted to be a blessing to you and help you to grow spiritually, you know, and if that's not enough, you can go to our website. We've got something around 500 something messages there. And you can grow spiritually at the website, you know, at jeremiasmithministries.podbeam.com. You can go there and uh, you can listen to many, many, many messages on different subjects. And I believe that you'll grow spiritually. That's what the goal is here is to help you grow spiritually. You know, God wants you to get saved, but he don't want you to stop there. Did you know that? He don't want you just to stop right after salvation and nothing else happened. No, he wants you to grow spiritually. You know, Paul teaches us how to grow spiritually by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Peter teaches us how to grow spiritually by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. You know, the book of James teaches us to grow spiritually. You know, of course, John teaches us about the future. Gospel teaches us about Jesus, the salvation. They, they, they All that's in there. But we got to grow spiritually, praise the Lord. And they, we're not supposed to stay where we're at. We're supposed to be growing all the time. Amen. You know, and if you're not growing, you're staying where you're at. You know, you need to be growing all the time. Praise the Lord. Well, you know, you're expecting some good things this year. We have now crossed over into 2024. <laughs> Amen. Do you see some good things happen this year, 2024? You know, lots of people see negative things, you know. They don't see good things happening in 2024. They think, oh man, the world, look at the world. It's going it's going down and under, you know. But you know, for God's people, there's always good things in store, you know. We, we got good things. The darker it gets, the brighter we shine, and the better it gets for us, you know. And as it gets darker and darker and darker, at one point, we're actually going to be raptured out of here. Praise the Lord. I don't know. You can stay if you want to. I'm going to get out of here before the seven-year tribulation. And you can watch me fly if you'd like to, but, you know, <laughs> or you can come with me. And it just gets better for us, you know. It's always better for the Christian. Did you know that today? Uh, it always gets better for the Christians. And he, you know, here on this earth, he wants something good for you. He blessed you so that you could have a good life here on earth. And he wants some good things for you. You know, you say, well, Jeremiah, you haven't seen my circumstances. You don't know what I'm going through. That's, that's okay. You don't know what I've gone through, praise the Lord. But, you know, God sees your circumstances. And he's not limited to not making it better. He can always make it better for you if you let him do that. You know, you got to have some hope. You got to have some dreams. You got to have some vision, which we're talking about on Wednesday nights. You got to be able to see beyond your circumstances. You say, "Well, Jeremiah, you don't know my circumstances." Well, you know, God does, and you know, He He sees that you can have a better circumstance and a better life with Him. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, you know, He always has good things in store for you. He's always thinking good things for you, and He wants to make things better for you. Praise the Lord. You say, "Well, how do you know that?" Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And I believe you'll be encouraged. So stick with me. We'll get into the message here soon.
Well, you can also catch the replay of the broadcast on Spotify, Google Music, iTunes, Listen Notes, TuneIn off Alexia, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Deezer. You can catch us on Pandora, Amazon Music, Verbal, iVox, Audio Junkie, Podchaser, Player FM, Samsung. You can, uh, there, there's, I believe, are more if you want to go to jeremiasmissministries.podbeam.com. You can check it out there. And uh, you can uh, see the messages and what we have. You can see all the media that we're on, you know, even after this at 9 o'clock, the video will go up and uh, you'll see me. If you want to see me smiling and doing this message, you can do that if you'd like. You can go to YouTube and check us out at Jeremiah Smith Ministries there at uh, on YouTube. If you'd like to check that out, we'll upload that for you so it can be a blessing to your life. Is it a blessing to your life? I hope it is. I hope we're not just coming here for no reason. No, we are. We're coming here with a purpose of God, and I believe it is to be a blessing to your life and encourage you. Does it encourage you? You know, we're not supposed to get each other down and sad and depressed when we come to church. No, this should be the most exciting place in the world to be, you know. When you come to a service like this, it should be the most exciting place in the world. You say, well, how do you get so excited? Well, the Holy Spirit comes on me when I get to doing this, and it's exciting. He's there with you. He's He's never left you. He never leaves us or forsakes us, and he's right there where you're at. If you're watching me on a video, he's right there in your living room. If, if you're listening to me on the, on, the, on the podcast, you know, he's right there in your car with you. The Holy Ghost will get there right there in your chair with you if you'll let him encourage you and give you some joy today. Would you like some joy? Did you want him to restore your joy? Praise the Lord. Maybe you've been fearful a whole bunch this year and last year, you know. Let him get your fear out of your life and bring joy back into your life, you know. You know, his goodness and mercy are new every morning. Get up and get some goodness and mercy and, and have a good day. Have a good week this week. This could be the best week you ever had. It has to do with how you see this week. Praise the Lord. You know, you can look at it like, oh, I'm not going to have a good week this week. Or you can look at it and say, this is going to be the best week I ever had. Praise the Lord. How do you see your week? How do you see you? You know, it's important to having the right attitude and doing what God has for you in your life. I'm not talking about playing around and pretending. No, you got to get the word and see that God has hope for you every day and he has good things in store for you every day. That's my father, praise the Lord. And he wants that for you, some good things every day. And all that's right here in this book, praise the Lord. You see me on camera, you know, hey, it's all in the book. Hey, man, all the way through it from Genesis all the way to Revelation, there's hope in there, right? He has hope for you and he has goodness for you and he wants you to have a good, good life. That's a good father, right? And he wants you to have a good life. Well, let's look at Luke 6, 38 here. It says, give and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Isn't that what the Bible talks about our giving? You know, I'm not pressuring you to give, you know, you don't have to give anything here. That's fine. But you want to make sure you're giving somewhere, you know. I'm giving that opportunity. If you'd like to give, you can go to jeremiasmithministries.podbean.com if you'd like to give there. But there's no pressure to give. This is a free ministry to you. But, you know, you can't afford not to give. Make sure you're giving somewhere so God can bring it back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over in your life, you know. You say, well, I can't afford not to give. Yeah, because God's your source, right? That job's not your source, right? You know, and other things shouldn't be your source. God should be your source. He's your source of everything. He's your source and supply for your finances, 
He's your source and supply for your spirit, your spiritual help. He's your joy. He's your peace. He's your source for everything. If you get to depending on something else than him, those things, you know, those can be temporal, but God, he's always here and he always provides. Isn't that right? You know, he's your source for everything, right? Well, you know, let's look at that here real quick here before we go on. Let's look here at um, the sixth chapter. Let's see here, the seventh chapter here, Matthew. Let me turn on over there. You got just a moment. Can you hold on just a minute before we go on? We've been talking about this uh, a few messages ago, but we were looking here. And I'm looking here in the seventh chapter of Matthew. Great book. Good stuff. <laughs> I mean, you should just drink it and get it in your veins. It's good stuff, right? What are you drinking today? Are you reading the word or are you reading what the world has to say? The world has negative reports. God has good reports, right? This is good news. <laughs> you can flip on the, the negative news if you'd like, but this is good news. This book is good news. And you know, you need to hear some good news. Have you been hearing a bunch of junk? You need some good news. Well, in the seventh chapter of, uh, we're gonna look at Matthew here, the 12th verse, it says, therefore all things whatsoever you do that men should do to you, do you even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. And we talked about this, you know, a few weeks ago. But you know, whatever you're needing today, are you needing finances? Are you needing more of God? Well, you know, I, I wrote this down because the Lord was talking to me about this scripture. He says, whatever you're lacking, uh, you have to initiate. Think about that today. Whatever you're lacking, you have to initiate. You know, God's already paid for everything. He's paid for everything for you. Salvation, did you, did you not have to initiate that? You had to come forward. You had to confess it out of your mouth. You had to initiate it. Isn't that right? Your finances, you know, you have to initiate. You got to give, you know, so God can bless you. And this is not a message to get you to give to me. I'm just, I want to remind you that you have to initiate it. If you want more of God in your life, he said, draw what? Nigh unto him and he'll draw nigh unto you. You say, well, I can't feel him today. And I don't have his presence today. I'm not feeling God. I don't feel, I don't feel him. You know, I've heard that many times, you know. Well, did you get up early and seek his face? You know, did you draw nine to him so he'll draw nine to you? You know, because he doesn't force anything. He doesn't make anything happen. He's paid for it all. But he wants you to initiate it and he'll take care of the rest. Amen. You have to initiate it consistently, initiating it, right? In your life so God can do some wonderful things in your life. So if you'd like to give, you can give there. No pressure to give. Our resources are free. Matter of fact, 24 hours a day, you can go to our website at jeremiahsmithministries.podbeam.com and download every message if you wanted to. You know, everything's available to you and everything's free from here, you know. You say, well, why do you do that? Why do you make everything free? Well, for one thing, you know, it was freely given to us, right? But also, you know, I know what it's like when you're needing a message or you're wanting to feed your spirit on something and you, you want to be able to get it and you have a challenge getting it. And so we've got it available free for you to be a blessing to you in your life. Praise the Lord. Are you excited about that? I think we should be excited about God being so good to us, making it easy for us to give the gospel out for free. Do you believe that? Well, we're going to get into our message today. We will be talking again today, and we're already in 2024. I would plan to do this last week, didn't get it done. But we're going to be talking about every day is a blessing day. We're going to talk more about that today. You know, we're supposed to be looking for blessings every day in our life. God wants to do something in your life every day. You know, are you letting one go by? <laughs> 
Well, God wants to do something today in your life, you know. All right, what are you looking for today? I mean, man, are you? do you look real small too or do you look real big for God to do something? You know, we should be thankful for the small things and the big things. But, you know, do you expect him to do something for you every day? He wants to move in your life every day. We're going to talk about that. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. We thank you, Father, for your mercy, Father, today. You've been so good to us. We praise you, Father. Thank you for being so faithful to us. Being our source for everything, Father, our joy, our peace, uh, our finances. You're our source for everything. And we just thank you, Father, for that today. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to be our teacher, to be our help. We ask no one leave without getting something today, Father. And Father, that one that really needs direction, Father, helping to get some direction today. That one that really needs to hear from you today, helping to hear something that it confirms in their spirit what they need to hear. Helping to be encouraged today, Father, by your precious Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit, we know you can encourage better than anybody. And we ask you to encourage them and teach them today by your precious Holy Spirit, Father. And Father, we just thank you, Father, flood us with light. Help us to see things we've never seen before today. And no one to leave without getting something today. We pray in Jesus' name. And before we go, we always, Father, we like to thank you for your goodness and thank you for your mercy and your wonderfulness in our lives. Thank you for taking care of our families. We minister to you today, Father. Thank you for taking care of us, being our source of joy and being our source of peace today, being our everything. And we love you, Father, for that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, we prayed. We're ready to go. Are you ready? Well, we've been looking at John 10, 10. Let's look over at John 10, 10 real quick. John 10, 10. And this is a very popular scripture. Lots of people have heard this scripture. You've probably heard it 121 times, even from me. <laughs> but there's so much in there, you know, and we could go different directions with this, but we're talking about every day being a blessing, right? John 10, 10 says, A thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and destroy. That's what we're seeing today, isn't it? He's destroying, he's stealing, he's killing from people out there today. We don't want to give him any glory. But, you know, that's what he's trying to do. If it has anything to do with stealing, killing, and destroying, we know that it's the devil, right? We know that the devil caused it. If they're stealing, killing, and destroying. But, you know, Jesus came. He said, I came to give you life, right? And he said that, I'm, that you might have life and have it more abundantly, right? That was his purpose, to be here on earth. He said he came to give you life and it more abundantly abundantly. You say, well, what is that? That's a better life, right? He said, he, and he wants you to have a better life, not just when you get to heaven. He wants you to have a better life here, right? And you can have contact to the Father because of Jesus, right? And you, you have life better than you ever dreamed of. We're going to look at that. John 10, 10, looks, we're going to look at the Amplified Version, the Classic Edition. It says, and the thief comes and only to steal and to kill and destroy, but I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Think about that today. God wants you to have a life that he says that he wants you to have it to the full. He said he wants you to have it till it overflows in your life. That's a lot of life, right? That's a good life, right? That's not a bad life. That's not a life where you get up every morning and you just hate your day. No, he, he said, I can't, you can have a life that's good. That, that sounds like Paul and Silas, doesn't it, when they were in prison, you know? And uh, it, it wasn't so bad for them, was it? <laughs> you would think, well, this is a horrible place, prison, you know? But they got to praising God, and they had a life inside of prison, you know? 
That means anywhere you're at today, in your darkest hour, whatever challenge you're going through today, you can have a life. Amen. You can have a good life. Amen. His presence causes a good life for you, right? His joy causes a good life for you. And he wants you to have that in every area of your life. He wants you to have a good life, a better life than what you have now, you know? You know, you get to looking at some Christians, you think, do they have that life? You know, they're frowning every day. They're sad every day. Can't even, don't even have a smile on their face. Man, you should have a smile on your face just getting up in the morning knowing Jesus paid the price for you to get to go to heaven. <laughs> Amen. You know, you should have a smile on your face getting up in the morning that he paid for your freedom and your joy. And, the, and you can get up and have peace when the whole world doesn't have peace. Not just peace, but peace that passes all understanding. Stuff you can't even understand. He's got so much peace. You know, you're like, my word, this is such a good peace. People can't even understand it. You can't even express it. <laughs> Man, you know, it's a good piece, right? You don't have to be sad. You can have joy. Even when I'm talking, you can feel his presence touching you right there. His joy, it's unspeakable and full of glory, right? Glory goes around the world and it goes all over the place, right? It's goodness, it's glory, his presence, it's burden removing power. <laughs> Maybe you turn this on today, you know, and you're all have all kinds of burdens and you're sad and depressed, you know, let his joy touch you right there where you're at, you know. You don't have to be the same. Amen. In Jesus' name, you don't have to be the same today. This could be the best day you ever had. You can walk away with some joy and some peace. Amen. Peace that passes all understanding. Man, that's, that's good stuff when you think about it. John 10, 10 says it like this in the message version. If you scroll on down and you look here, it says, and a thief is only there to steal and to kill and destroy. He said, I came that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than you ever dreamed of. Think about that, you know. He wants you to have a life better than you ever dreamed of. You say, well, Jeremiah, a life better than I ever dreamed of. Well, you know, God can do that. <laughs> hey, I'm not, I'm not asking you. I'm, ta I'm telling you what the word says, a life better than you ever dreamed of, you know. Yeah, I don't need to ask a person about this or uh, such and such about this or my neighbor about this. The word says this and God can provide it, right? He's, he's almighty God. He's the one who put the stars like we said in the sky and put the, plant, the planets in the solar system, right? He can create a life for you better than you ever dreamed of, right? Are you limiting him today? Do you think, well, he can't do it for me. There's no way I can, he can do that for me. Why couldn't he do that for you? Amen. He's God, right? Why couldn't he do that for you? Right? I'm not talking about someone doing it for you. I'm talking about God Almighty doing it for you. Praise the Lord. He can make a life better than you ever dreamed of. He can make your situation better than you ever dreamed of. Well, that may be different for everybody, you know. I mean, for what I, a life better than what I ever dreamed of may be different than what you would have a life better than what you ever dreamed of. But, you know, he can do that for you. What do you enjoy today? What do you like today? You know, God puts the desires in your heart. The Bible says to light yourself in the Lord and he'll give you desires of your heart. He'll put, he'll put desires in there. Why do you have these desires? You know, he puts them in there in his presence. When you're sitting there joining and praising God at church and you're shouting and you're yelling glory, praise the Lord. And he's planting seeds in your spirit of desires and good desires to do big things and good things for him. 
you know, and he wants to fulfill those desires of your life. He wants he, those desires of your heart. He wants good things and he wants you to have a life better than you ever dreamed of. You know, he put them in there. He created you for this, you know, not he didn't create you just to live on the earth and take up space. And he didn't create you just to breathe air today. <laughs> no, he created you to have purpose on this earth. You weren't just to walk around and be somebody. You're supposed to be somebody for him. Right. You know, you represent him. He's, he's the king of kings. Right. He's the Lord of lords. And he, he don't think small, right? He doesn't, you say, well, Jeremiah, is that in the Bible that he doesn't think small? No, he doesn't think small. He does big acts. Look at your Bible there in the Old Testament. He does big things, you know, and he wants to do big things through you. Why couldn't he use you? <laughs> Why couldn't he use you? Amen. Don't look around at someone else and someone to your left and to your right. Why couldn't he use you? Amen. You say, well, you don't know what I look like or you don't know how educated I am. It doesn't really matter, does it? He uses people that he wants to use to fulfill his purposes and his plans. And you just have to submit unto him. You know, he'll put you before kings and he'll, he'll do all kinds of, give you favor. <laughs> He's not limited to your circumstances. Amen. He's a God that can do anything. Praise the Lord. He said all things are possible to them that believe, right? Just it takes a little bit of faith. You got some faith today? You got the blessing of God on your life? Man, you're the dynamic duo. Praise the Lord with the Holy Spirit. If you let the Holy Spirit do for you, praise the Lord. You're the dynamic duo with him. You know, if you let God do that in your life, he wants to work with you. Praise the Lord. Hey, I got to get back to my message here. Genesis 12 2, praise the Lord. It says, and I will make thee a great nation. Talking to Abraham, right? You know, and he comes up to him. He says, and I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great and that thou shalt be a blessing. Think about that today. He came to Abraham and said that, you know, he initiated it. He came to him, you know, and he's coming to you today, right there where you're at, you know, in your car, right there on your sofa. He's initiating it again today, right? He, he came to you. He, he sent Jeremiah today, right there where you're at today. And he's initiating to you. He said, I'm, I want to make your circumstances better. Praise the Lord. And I want to do things and make have some fun, me and you. Praise the Lord. We're going to have an adventure of faith and have some good things happen in your life. But you've got to believe it. All you've got to do is believe. And we'll do it together. We're the dynamic duo, me and you, if you'll let me do that. We, he says that we're laborers together with him. <laughs> hey, man, isn't that good? Laborers together with him. He didn't ask you to do it in yourself. No, no, you're just supposed to give him yourself. And he can do all the rest. <laughs> hey, man, he can do all the rest. That stuff that you don't think you can do, he can do it. He can bring people into your pathway. He can, he can work the circumstances. He can work it out more than a million ways, right? Why are you thinking so small? Why are you thinking so little? You know, he can do anything. He's God and he can do anything. He says to Abraham, he said, I will make thee a great nation. I'll bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. He, he said, I'm going to bless you. Right. Just like he said to you there in Ephesians, the first chapter, he said, I will. Bless, he blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Think about that today. He blessed your life because of Jesus. And people understand that that blessing causes good things to be attracted to you, good things to happen in your life because you have the blessing of God on your life. Praise the Lord. Amen. You're not just like anybody anymore, are you? 
You're not just a John down the street anymore. You know, you have the blessing of God on your life. And that's going to cause good things to happen for you if you let that blessing work in your life. Praise the Lord. That's what he was telling here to Abraham. He's blessing him. He's going to bless him. <laughs> Amen. And he, and he comes again. And you look in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. We'll get to that here in just a minute. And he talks about all the blessings he wants to do for Israel. And he comes to them. He said, I'm going to bless you when you come in. I'm going to bless you when you go out. I'm going to bless you in the fields. And I'm going to bless you in your basket. Who's initiating that? Was that you coming to God? Was that Israel coming to God? No, God was coming to his people. He wants to bless his people. Are you in the family? Are you part of his family? <laughs> well, he came to you, didn't he? Jesus came to you and he wants to bless you. Praise the Lord. You say, well, really? You know, you remember the disciples there and you look at the, uh, the four gospels there and you look at the scripture talks about how they sent them out with nothing. And then they came back and it says that they didn't lack anything. Think about that today. Well, he said, well, did you lack anything? He said that to him. He said, do you lack anything? They said, nothing. <laughs> right? Why? Because when he's in your life and he's blessing your life, you'll lack nothing in your life. You'll lack no lack of joy, no lack of substance, no lack of anything that you need in your life if you'll let him do it. Now, you have to initiate some things. You got to do some things, you know, but he'll bring those blessings every day if he'll let the blessing of God do that for you in your life. He meant for you to have blessings every day in your life. He meant for good things to happen. You say, well, why isn't it happening for me? How come blessings aren't happening for me? Well, we're going to talk about that today. But, you know, we've been talking about it in a few messages before this, you know, but he wants good things for you every day. Could you stand to be blessed Every day, could you stand to see God move in your life every day? Who's lacking that? Who's causing it not to happen in your life? You know, God's not holding back from you. He's not trying to cause things not to happen for you. We have to initiate things. He said, draw nigh unto me and I'll draw nigh unto you. Praise the Lord, right? He said, give unto me and I'll give back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, right? He's talking about healing, you know. You have to get in the healing line, you know. Lay hands on the sick and they what? They recover, praise the Lord, right? So, you know, we have to initiate these things and then blessings can come in our life. The blessing will even cause things to happen when you come in, when you go out. <laughs> That's biblical. Read it. It's in there. Amen. The blessing causes good things to happen all the time. And we're going to look at some more of that here. Genesis, the 22nd chapter, the 17th verse, it says it like this. That in the blessing, I will bless thee and multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven. He took Abraham. He says, hey, let's go outside. He says, let's look up into the sky, Abraham. You know, he could have took him over somewhere and just showed him a few kids over here. And a few kids over. took him to the hospital down the street and said, hey, look at all these babies in here. You know, he could have said, here's 20 babies. You know, I'm going to multiply your seed as these babies in here. Right. He could have done that. You know, he could have took him over to, you know, some lambs and said, well, we'll multiply your seed as these five lambs and, you know, or five, whatever, you know, because Abraham had flocks. You know, the Bible talks about that. He could have went over there and said, we'll just multiply him a few. But no, he takes him out into looking at the sky <laughs> and he points him up there and he says, look at all these stars. And you can't count them. There's too many to even number. And he says, look up into the sky, getting some vision in him, right? 
Get him to look and think bigger than what he can see with his own eyes, right? Maybe you need to see some things that you can't see with your own eyes. You know, looking in the word, you can see some things you can, it's hard to even describe it. You know, get some vision in you because you, you can see beyond your circumstances, right? It's so hard for some people because they just always look at their circumstances. But when you get in the presence of God and you see beyond your circumstances, you get excited about life. <laughs> Amen. You get thrilled about life again, you know. Have you not been thrilled about life? Maybe you're a Christian today and you're not thrilled about life, you know. Maybe you need to get the thrill of life back in you, you know, getting in his presence and seeing beyond your circumstances. Well, he had to get Abraham outside that tent and look up into the sky and look at all the stars. And he said, look, I'm going to multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens. Think about that today, you know. You know, maybe today you see that in a different area, you know, whatever the need is today. He's a, come out here. I'm going to give you healing and good health, right? I'm going to prosper you. I'm going to bless you, give you. So maybe you haven't been able to have kids like Abraham. God's going to say, hey, I'm going to give you lots of kids. <laughs> Amen. Why couldn't he? Right? Why couldn't he fix your circumstances? Why couldn't he make it better for you? You're the one that's limiting him, right? He's not limiting you, you know, you, you're limiting yourself. You have to see like he sees things. Nothing is impossible to him that believes, right? Yeah, that's what the scripture says. Nothing is, so whatever you're thinking is impossible, he sees it as possible, <laughs> right? He sees it as being fixed, you know? You say, well, Jeremiah, what are you talking about? How'd that ever happen in your life? I remember, you know, I used to work in a warehouse years and years ago. And I'd be walking around working in the warehouse. and But I had a dream, you know, on the inside of me. I'd be walking around and I'd be moving pallets and I'd be putting stuff out for stores to go where they needed to go, you know, working hard. I mean, working really hard. And, and there's nothing wrong with working hard. It's good to work hard, you know. But I was, it was dark in there, you know, and I would be sitting there moving and dropping stuff. And he would say, well, how can you keep joy in that circumstances? Couldn't see outside, really. And it was dark in there, you know. But I kept seeing something in my spirit, you know, that I wanted to accomplish. I kept seeing things within my spirit and my dreams and my goals, you know. And I'd go around singing praises. I'd be like the Joel and Jehovah, singing about Jehovah and singing songs about Jehovah, you know. And I'd be Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me. I'd be going around singing that. Boy, I get emotional thinking about it. My goodness, you know, because you can see beyond your dark circumstances. If you can get and see the vision God has for you, you can come out. Amen. You know, if you can see it, you can obtain it, you know, and that's why he works so hard on you to get some vision on the inside of you so that you'll see yourself coming out. You know, I remember our brother talking about, you know, the Lord was wanting to bless him with a bigger house, you know, so the Lord sent him to these big old nice mansions. He's like, well, Lord, why do you want me to come in these big mansions? Why would you want me to come over here and look at these, you know, and he'd walk through and he'd look at another mansion and him and his wife would walk through, you know, and you know, they came from living in a trailer, you know, they're like, man, you know, and why are we looking at these big, beautiful homes, you know? Well, God was trying to get some vision on the inside of them so they can see themselves doing better things, see themselves doing better, you know? If you always see yourself not doing better, how can he change the circumstances, you know? They were walking, looking at houses and getting some vision on the inside of them, you know? Maybe you need to go look at some things. Maybe you need to check some stuff out, you know, get some vision 
on the inside of you. Look at ministries that are doing well. Look at ministries that are doing, that are achieving their goals for Jesus. You know, get some vision for getting as many people saved as you possibly can. You know, I don't know if you know this, but Jesus is coming back soon. Amen. And, and us ministers, we got to, we got to have some vision. We need to get some people saved. I, I don't know about you, but I want to bring as many people as I can with me. What are we going to do 2024, me and you? Amen. <laughs> as ministers, how many people are we going to get saved in 2024? How many people are with the Lord's help are we going to bring with us? Amen. You know, our life is but a vapor. We want to get as many people saved as we possibly can and bring them with us. Praise the Lord. Amen. And this life's good here and it's even better there. Amen. He's a good, good father. He told told him here that Abraham is in a blessing. I will bless thee. And a multiplying, I will multiply that seed as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand upon the seashore, you ever let them looked at sand? I've been out there in California, been on the beach and seen the sand, you know, and that boy, you think about grains of sand and multiplying the grains of sand. He didn't think small with Abraham, did he? And he doesn't think small with you, does he? He doesn't think small when it comes to you. You know, he thinks big when it comes to you. And every year of your life, you know, if he was to go get you, you know, a pack of gum, he'd bring you the case, right? Because he thinks big, (laughs) he thinks big. He doesn't think small, you know, and you have to start thinking that way to work with God. Amen. You have to start thinking the way he thinks when, you know, with Jesus, he didn't think small. He thought world, didn't he? He thought, hey, I'm going to reach out to the whole world with Jesus, didn't he? And he thinks that way with you. How many people could he minister to? How many people could you reach? Amen. Whatever. How, what kind of business could you start to help other people, you know? I was in a, in a market yesterday, you know, and they were playing a good Christian music, you know, and I mean, I was like, this is a blessing, you know? What kind of business could you start to minister to others, you know, with what you have and what you can do and be able to be a blessing to the kingdom? Amen. What could you do and why couldn't you do it? Are you limiting yourself today? Well, no, we shouldn't limit ourselves. We should trust the Father to help us. We were looking at Deuteronomy 28 before. Listen to what it says here. He says, I will bless you in the city. I'll bless you in the country. That says anywhere you're at, he says he can bless you. It doesn't matter where you're at today what you're doing today. He's saying, I can bless you wherever you're at. You know, you should be able to have a Bible and God and be anywhere on the earth and you could do well, praise the Lord. Isn't that right? Because he says he can bless you in the city. He can bless you in the country. The fourth verse says, and the fruit of thy womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herbs and the lambs of your flocks and the basket and your netting trough will be blessed. He says, I will, you will be blessed when you come in and you'll be blessed when you're going out, praise the Lord, you know. I remember we even went to a church service recently, got up there, and I was I had the second parking place, you know. I wasn't asking for the second parking place, but the Lord made me gave me the second parking place, <laughs> amen. That's a blessing. Didn't have to walk so far, you know. And we need to be thankful for all the blessings that he does for us, the big ones, the small ones. You'll have more if you're thankful for the blessings that he does in your life, praise the Lord. The seventh verse says, the Lord will grant the enemies who rise up against you, be defeated before you. He even protect you with his blessing. They will come at you one way direction and flee from you seven. You know, the blessing protects us. You remember that? And uh, Job, and he said, I can't touch Job. Job has a hedge of protection around Job. Why can't I, why couldn't he touch Job? Well, I believe it was the blessing of God on Job. Do you believe that? 
I believe that he had a hedge of protection around him and the blessing of God on his life, you know? You know, the devil can't just do anything, can he? He can't just make things happen in your life. You know, he can't, if he would have, if he could, he would have already taken you out, wouldn't he? If he would have already took your life down, he would have already taken you out. You're too much of a threat to him. You could get somebody saved tomorrow, <laughs> you know? If he could have, he would have taken you out already, you know? He can't just do anything. No, no, no. Yeah, man, God can do anything. The devil can't do just anything. He's a fallen angel, but God, he can do anything and he can make it happen for you if you'll let him do that. Praise the Lord. You know, I remember, you know, I was uh, working a job. This was years ago and I was uh, working and I was like, man, you know, we were making really good money. We were very blessed, but uh, I'll never forget, you know, I was like, man, I would, I, I just, I'd really like to have more of what we have. I, I was having trouble. Even, I was, we were making more, but we had more bills than we ever had, you know? Then I was like, man, I can't even get a candy bar, you know, and I kind of despise this kind of message that I'm talking about today about being blessed and having the things that you need and God providing for. I kind of despised it, man. I had a hard time listening to it. Maybe today when you hear me talking, you know, you just kind of like, oh, another one of those blessing messages, you know. <laughs> well, you know, and I, I was like, man, I just God, you know, not another, not another prosperity message or not another blessing message or or you want to fix stuff in my life message. It's like, oh, you know, and I'm a Christian and I knew better, you know. You ever felt that way, you know, because it hits where you're living, you know? And I was like, man, you know, so I started listening to messages about the, about the blessing of God and prosperity and the things I need to listen to to feed my spirit. Then I started getting excited about it. I started having some vision about it. I started getting excited about seeing God do some wonderful things in my life. Maybe today, you know, it doesn't matter if it's prosperity, if it's healing, whatever it is in your life. And you're not excited about it. You say, well, man, not another message on healing. I've been, I've been sick for days. Not another message on this. You know, I, maybe it works for them, but it hasn't been working for me. Well, maybe you need to feed your spirit, prosper your spirit, get yourself excited about it, get your, get your vision right, seeing things the way you should see things, right? You have to see those things. And God, he, he'll do it for you, but you've got to feed your spirit, and see it on the inside. Man, we're talking about that. Seeing beyond your circumstances. If you see yourself healed, you might take a trip that you couldn't take before, right? If you see yourself healed, you might take a job that you couldn't take before, right? If you see yourself prosperous, you know, you might see yourself doing a little better in a certain area that you didn't see before, but you have to see it on the inside. Remember what it says there in John, the third, the third John, it says, I wish above all things, that they prosper, that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So you got to prosper your soul, right? Why do we got to do that? So we can see ourselves doing well, you know? Maybe you turn this on today because you're trying to prosper your soul, you know? See yourself coming out. See yourself getting better. See yourself healthy, praise the Lord. Well, you know, you got to feed on those things so that you can see what you need to see. Praise the Lord. Well, he says, I'll bless thee and all kinds of blessings he talks about here, going back all the way down to Deuteronomy 28. Then it talks about the curses there, you know, and you look at Psalm the 68th and the 19th verse. He says, he says in Psalm 68, 19, he says, blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. Think about that. He daily 
loadeth thee with benefits. Now, you know, when I got to talk about this message, you know, I, I, this, you say, well, Jeremiah, I think I've heard other ministers talk about it. Yeah, I remember actually hearing Jerry Seville talking about this one time, you know, talking about the blessings. And this is a, he has a message a series on this, you know, about the blessings and seeing them every day, you know. But, you know, the Lord put this on my heart because some people need to start seeing God do things every day. People need to be seeing him move every day, have an expectation of him doing something every day. And we also gave out this challenge. I believe it was last time I was doing a message on this, you know, do so something to God every day, do something that you, if it's a dollar quarter, if it's uh, your prayer time, do something every day. And you don't think God's going to, he's, he's going to let you out, give him, <laughs> He's not going to let you out, give him. You're going to see blessings rolling in and you're going to see the tide change in your life if you're giving to him all the time. He's a blessing and he wants to bless you and your life, praise the Lord. Well, you should be looking for him to load us down every day. He wants to load you down with things every day, good things every day. He wants to bless you with good things Every day, if you let him do that in your life, he wants you to have the goodness of God in your life every day. More presence, more power, more healing. He wants, he wants more in your life. That's what 24 is, the year of more of him in every area of your life. And I'll, we'll talk more about that too as I get through this. Matthew, the sixth chapter, the 10th verse, it says it like this. And we're just really getting started. But we're going to get as far as we can here. Matthew, the sixth chapter, the 10th verse is thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it, is in, as it is in heaven, as it is in earth. I think I said it backwards. Give us this day our daily bread. And that's what it says there. He wants you to have things daily, right? You remember the children of Israel out there in the wilderness? You know, he wanted to bless them daily. He provided for them daily. Praise the Lord. Think about that today. He wants to provide for you all the time. He wants to bless you all the time. He, he wants a relationship with you. He wants to, you to see him moving in your life all the time. You say, well, Jeremiah, you know, why would he want that? You know, because he likes you, <laughs> you know, he loves you, right? Who sends their, their son to die for you and doesn't love you? He cares about you. He could have paid all the gold in the world, could have paid all the silver in the world, but no, he gave you the most precious thing that he could possibly give you, and that was his son. Think about that today. You know, you are valuable to him, and he cares about you, and he loves you, and he wants you to be blessed all the time. He's a good, good father. Well, Ephesians, we we're talking about the first chapter, the third verse is, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all... Did he say some? Did he say part? No, he said he, with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Think about that today. He's blessed you with all the blessings in your life. You can't get another one. He's given you all spiritual blessings in your life today. You know, you remember when they were talking about the Mount, uh, the Mount of Transfiguration, you know, they, they got to look at Jesus and they kind of pulled the curtain back and they were like, what on earth? And he had this glistering light about him, Right. That was the blessing of the Lord on his life, that glistering light. And you know, if we were to pull back the curtain today after you got saved and baptized in the Holy Ghost and you pull back the curtain, there would be a glistering light about you today because he's put his presence on you. 
He's put his power on you. You're not just anybody. No, you're, you're somebody special in the kingdom. You're part of God's family. When you say you're not valuable, you're, you're talking about God. You have to be careful because he made you valuable, praise the Lord, in Christ Jesus. He made you the righteousness in Christ Jesus. He made you righteous in Christ Jesus. And then he put the blessing of, his, his, of God upon your life so that you would be successful in every area of your life. He wants you to see moving in your life all the time. How do you see your life? Do you see like he sees you? When he looks at you, he sees you as his own. He sees you as his kid, and he wants good things happening in your life. Well, Deuteronomy 11th chapter, and you go on down to the 21st verse. You scroll on down there to the 21st verse. He says, that your days may be multiplied in the days of your children in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon earth. Think about that today. Now, you know, God's not a respecter of persons, right? If he, if he wanted them to have days of heaven on earth, and this is under the Old Covenant. This is back in the Old Testament. Old Covenant, you know, the Bible says Old Testament. That means Old Covenant, if you look it up. New Testament means New Covenant because Jesus paid the price for you. So you know that the, His Covenant, the New Covenant, is even better. He wanted them to have heaven on earth. What did He want for you? <laughs> even better, right? Because Jesus paid the price for you. He wanted you to have an even better time on earth. You know, these are the good, this is a good time to be in, on earth right now. I don't care what somebody told you or what such and such told you, you know, this is a good time to live right now. Amen. I believe there's people right now in heaven looking down. They're like, oh yeah, this is that time, you know, days of heaven on earth. God wants to do some wonderful things in these last days, right? Got the, he, pour, he, always, he always leave the best for last, right? He's got some good things he wants to do. And you, in this year, 2024, in these last days, he's wanting to do some good things. I didn't say it would end in 2024, but boy, if you look at all the signs, we're getting close. And his glory is going to move like you've never seen before these end times. He's wanting to move in a special way in these end times. If you'll let him do that in your life, right? You know, he wants to, to pour out on others and be a blessing to others. His spirit moving all around the world. If you let his presence do that through, do you, do you believe you can have days of heaven on earth? Hey, what's, what's a day of heaven on earth? What, what is that for you today? You have to stop and think about that. What is a day of heaven on earth for you? What would that be? Well, I know for me, it would be having God in my life and his presence moving. I mean, there's nothing compares to his presence. If, if, if something else to you compares to his presence, you really haven't tasted his presence, right? If you've been in his presence, nothing else compares, right? You, you get in his presence, I mean his presence, there's nothing else that satisfies like the presence of God, amen? You, you, you can try anything else you want in the world and you could drink yourself to death. You can get yourself higher than a kite, but his presence, oh my goodness. His glory, Moses was in his presence and his face just shone with light. His presence, his power, my goodness, good things happen from the glory. And you know, we're in the new covenant and the, that, that presence is living on the inside of you. If you'll just let it out, you can enjoy his presence every day. Sit out of your belly, so full of rivers of living water. Christ in you, the hope of glory, manifested presence every day, living in it, breathing in it, taking it in. My goodness, he wanted you to have what you needed every day. Praise the Lord. Do you believe that? 
Do you believe that he wants you to have what you need? And he's, he's not holding it back and going, no, no, you can't have this. And no, no, you, 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 this is too much for you. No, he wants you to have his presence and he wants you to have a good life here on earth. He's not abusing his kids and treating them mean and saying, I don't want you to have a good life. No, he, he's not a, a father that abuses his kids. I don't care what someone's told you or you just don't know him like I know him. I know him. Amen. And he wants good things in your life daily. He wants blessings in your life daily. He shows that throughout the word from Genesis all the way through the uh, gospels and all the way to the, uh, even if you look at the book of revelations, I could go through that whole book. You know, he even tries to get people saved all through the, the seven year tribulation all the way to the end. <laughs> he wants good things for humanity and good things, especially for his people. And he's taking care of us on a daily basis. Well, you know, he's at Luke 22. We talked about this, the 35th verse. He said, and he said unto them, when I sent you without a purse and scrip and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said, nothing. Think about that today. He didn't want them to lack anything. He doesn't want you to lack anything. He wants you to have what you need and more than what you need so you can be a blessing today. Well, that means that you got to have some hope, right? And this is how we're going to end our message today. We're going to talk a little bit about hope because I think a lot of people today, they don't realize that they need to have hope. Hope, what is hope? Hope is expectation, Right? Well, if you look it up, you know, in the uh, Greek, it means el paizo. It's, a, it's the word, Greek word, which means expect, right? And it also means to confide, right? Well, if you're confiding in somebody, you're expecting things. If One of the main meanings, though, is expect. That hope in the Greek means expect. What are you expecting today? Are you expecting just like 2023? Are you expecting a year just like that? Are you expecting a year and having your highest expectations to do some wonderful things in your life, God, to do some wonderful things in your life. What's your highest expectation for 2024? You say, well, I, I'm not so, why would I believe like that? You know, why would I want to have high expectations for 2024? Well, you know, God wants you to see big things happening in 2024, right? You know, if he was, if he was to come tomorrow or if he was to come at the end of this year, don't you think he would want to see, have you having high expectations of his presence and trying to get as many people saved as you possibly can and you having the finances to do it and you having everything you have to have as far as grace and your family, right? He'd want you to have some high expectations and, and this is the year of more and he wants you to have more this year. So what are you expecting this year? Praise the Lord. What's your highest expectations this year? I, I encourage you to write that down somewhere there. You can put it in your phone or put it in your laptop. You know, what, what are your highest expectations for this year? What do you think God could do this year? What's the biggest thing in your mind? You know, that's, that may not be the biggest thing in somebody else's mind, but what's the biggest thing you could see God doing in your life this year. That's what hope is, right? Well, let's look at a scripture using that word in the Greek. Romans, the fourth chapter and the 18th verse, it says it like this, talking about Abraham. He said, who against hope believed in hope. You know, you got to believe in hope, right? You know, if you don't believe in hope, who's going to do it for you, right? Who's going to make it happen for you? You know, you can sit there every day, wait for something to come by or somebody to do something, but you've got to start hoping right there in your circumstance. Remember I was telling that story a little bit earlier. You got to start hoping and seeing beyond your circumstances, expecting God to bless you every day, hoping, seeing him move, right? 
He can do it if you'll trust him and let your hope rely in him. Well, he says, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Isn't that a big dream? (laughs) Abraham had a big dream. And it all started with him getting that picture of seeing those stars in the sky, you know. It's so amazing to me how some Christians try to get you to look at just little things and small stuff when God, he's trying to get you to have big dreams and big expectations, you know, big things happening in your life, you know, shooting for the stars, so to speak, because God, he sees you doing big things, right? And if you can't see yourself doing it, how can he make it happen in your life? You've got to see beyond your circumstances. And he did that with Abraham. Abraham had a wife that couldn't have kids. Think about that, you know. He tried every day to get that fire to fire, you know. <laughs> he tried He tried everything he could to make that happen, right? But he couldn't make it happen. But he still, even in the circumstances that he had, God got him to where he could see beyond that and still see that it was, it was going to happen. He, he even got him to talk that way, didn't he? He said he changed his name from Abram to Abraham, and he started getting his language right, where he would start speaking right. You know, if you're getting up every day and you're saying, well, I don't think this year's going to be big or much better than, than last year, then you need to start talking different, right? If you if you got to change your language. He said Abraham, he called him Abraham. He changed him from Abram to Abraham. He changed his name to Father of Many Nations, right? He, he changed his language, and you've got to start changing your language. Hey, this could be the day that blessings are going to overtake me. You know, start speaking it every day. The blessings are chasing me down and running me over. I'm blessed when I come in. I'm blessed when I go out. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the top and not the bottom. I always triumph through Christ Jesus. You know, you got to change your language. If you always talk like, hey, I'm going to be defeated and I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know if I can do it. You need to change your language, right? You know, your language can cause good things to happen for you or bad things. He says life and death are in the power of the tongue, you know? And if you all all the time, you're just negative, 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 and you wonder why your circumstances don't change, it's because of your tongue. You've got to start speaking good things and not letting the, the junk come out. Every day, Abraham had changed his language, and he also started building expectation. He had hope, and he believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. That's Romans, the fourth chapter, the 18th verse, right? So he, he had to have hope, right? Maybe today you're saying, well, I'm, I'm burned out, and I had hope, and a long time ago I was all hopeful, but today I'm just, I'm burned out. I can't do it. I've tried and tried and tried. I can't do it. Well, you need to get in the word and prosper in your spirit and start prospering your spirit again and get yourself up to where you have hope. You say, well, I don't feel like it. Well, we don't go by our feelings. We go by the word, right? We get under some good teaching. Feed your spirit like you're listening today. Feed your spirit. Get yourself excited <coughs> about life again, right? This is a daily work. You know, you've got to do it daily. Your spirit has to be fed. You feed your, your flesh all the time. You know, you get up, I'm going to have this to eat and I'm going to have this tomorrow. And, you know, you might even plan for the week. But do you plan for the week for your spirit? What are you feeding your spirit today? Are you feeding your spirit full of hope and joy? 
What are you feeding your spirit today? You say, well, Jeremiah, I haven't been feeding my spirit. Well, you need to feed your spirit. You know, you, you, if, you know if, I, if my wife didn't sit there and put water on the plants and she didn't put her plants in a good environment, her plants would be very unsuccessful. They'd dry out, turn yellow. But if you put them in the right environment, you start taking care of those plants. They can grow up. She's got some that go all the way up to the ceiling, <laughs> right? Well, you know, you have to feed your spirit. You got to take care of your spirit regularly. Amen. And you get that hope built up in you. And you get up in the morning. Could this be the day? Get up in the next day. Could this be the day? And you see a blessing every day. You're looking for a blessing every day. God could do something unusual today. No telling what he could do if you are expecting it every day. Praise the Lord. We got to see it. He wants to do it for you. Every day, Genesis 12, 2 says, and I will make thee a great nation. I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. Well, you know, when you're blessed, you can be a blessing, right? It's hard to be a blessing as much when you, you, you're not blessed in any way. <laughs> you know, if you have some joy in your life, you can help others have joy in their life, right? If you, if you have th something to pour out to others, then you, then you can be a blessing to others. That, you see why he would want you to be blessed? If, if you have some things, you can help some people with some things, right? You know, but you, you've got to get spend time with him so he can accumulate, so you can be a blessing and not just be a storehouse, but someone that's always giving out in every area to encourage others, get people saved and be a blessing to them, help them to get healed, right? And some people don't just heal to physically, but their bodies need to be healed. And you need to be pouring out to those people on the earth and people getting saved and being a blessing to them. You can do that if you're looking for the blessings of God every day. I'm going to end it on Genesis, the 22nd chapter, the 17th verse. Listen to what it says here in Genesis 22, 17. And we've read this just a little bit earlier. But I want you to think about this as we close a little bit today. It's that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall be possessed, possess the gates of his enemies. Think about that today, you know. If you can see it, if you can develop that picture on the inside, unbelievable things can happen. You remember when they were building the, the Tower of Babel and all of them were working together, you know. And he said, man, if I don't stop them, they're going to build this thing all the way up to the heavens because <laughs> the Bible said that thing that they imagined to do, that thing that they had the picture on the inside to do, it was going to happen. Think about that today. It was unstoppable. Did you know if you can get that picture of yourself healed today, God can, you're unstoppable. God will get you there. Amen. You know, if you can see yourself being successful, it's unstoppable. It's, it's like a train that's already left the station you can't just throw anything in front of it. It'll run it over. You know, you're, you're going to get where you need to go. Think about that today, you know. Well, you know, you, you, you've got to see it on the inside. Get that picture on the inside. I am the righteousness in Christ Jesus. I am born and I'm adopted in the family of God. Amen. And, and he wants me to be blessed. He wants me to have good things every day looking for good things coming your way every day amen think about it today he said and that we read that scripture earlier that he wants to pour his blessings on you daily right he wants to loadeth you down with blessings daily are you looking for it daily do you see it coming to you daily what do you see today 
Are you seeing bad things coming to you daily? Well, you're going to attract those things. You know, you say, well, that's a world teaching of the law of attraction. No, I'm talking about the blessing of the Lord. And it attracts good things in your life if you're looking for it to come. Amen. He wants good things to happen for you today. Let's go ahead and pray. Father, we just thank you, Father, for your goodness. And we thank you, Father, for your mercy today. And Father, we ask that you touch those that are listening today. Everybody that's listening today, and we have people listening literally all around the world to these things. Father, these podcasts, Father, we, we just thank you for all the listeners today. Father, those that are all around the world, I can name all different countries that are listening, Germany, India, Africa. We have people out of the islands that listen to us. People uh, listen to us. Father, we think in Canada. We've got people that listen to us in Australia. And Father, we just thank you for all the people from North America, South America that have listened to these messages. Help them today to see the blessings of God in their life. Help them to see you attracting those things into their life. And Father, so that they can be what you want them to be, Father. Fulfill the purpose that you have for their lives, Father. They're king's kids. If they're born into your family, Father, we just ask that you help them to be looking for your blessings daily. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you don't know Jesus today, man, you need to know Jesus. You know, the Bible says if you confess Jesus as Lord and believe God has risen Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved today, right? It's that easy. And if you'd like to be saved today, just pray this with me. I'd, I'd love you just to join in with me today. And uh, we're going to pray for your salvation. Just pray it like this today. Father, I believe you've risen Jesus from the dead. And Father, I confess Jesus is Lord of my life right now. Jesus can be Lord of my life right now in Jesus' name. If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiahsmithministries.com. Thank you for listening.